This is something like that. My name is Nav. How you doing? How you feeling? Welcome to another episode. And uh, this time, hey, we got a series or rather 10 special episodes to uh, wrap up the year. Are almost wrapping up the year. Of course, this is uh, thanks to our friends who supported this particular series of podcasts, which is something like that. And it's powered by Chindana Pamule Punjana. Thank you so much for your support for this particular episode, which means we're going to have 10 uh, great people coming on the show uh, back to back, hopefully at least three episodes per week. And uh, we're going to have fun. But of course, one of the best ways to kick off the series, this 10 episode series, is by bringing the bringing in the wildest, the craziest, one of my all-time favorite bands uh, in Malaysia. Actually, they are one of my top three or top two. Uh, who's number one? I don't know. You guys decide. Uh, in no particular order, because I've been following them for a very, very long time. Uh, the last time I had the whole band together chatting with them was, I think it was almost two years ago. And uh, recently I had a chat with one of the band members, the bassist, of course, Julio. Uh, it was a fun chat. And right now I have the entire team, the entire lineup, in the house, Lou. Let's bring them in. I have Julio on the bass, Mario Hi. vocals, and then we have uh, Kevin Roy on guitars. Yo, yo. Uh, sorry, drums, guitars. Which one is it? Guitar, guitar, guitar. guitar. All right, good. And then we have Jobs. Wait, somebody, somebody's missing yeah. down here. Am I missing Zach somebody? Or is it? Uh, Zach, exactly. Zach, yeah, Zach apologizes because uh, yes, son is not feeling too well, so yes, attending. Uh, I hope he's not. He also is not having the stomach problem like uh, some of the guys in the band. Last <laughs> hey guys, good. It's good to have you all on the show, man. And uh, I know off. I know off air. I just said we're gonna keep it clean and all. Uh, but then again, let's screw that, uh, Let's do. Uh, let's have fun like we used to have fun, man. It's good to see the whole lineup, man. I'd like this this fresh new lineup. I had a chat with uh, Julio a couple of weeks back, and we were talking about Blister. Uh, how the new one, the new sound works, or rather the new lineup works up. So please, uh, before I even get into the rest of the old members, let's have a chat with Jeff and Kevin Roy. Okay, be very honest with me. I, how did you guys manage to survive this fliss? Uh, I, I, think, uh, I think I'll start first. Yeah. I think it's um, my lifestyle and their lifestyle was somewhat similar. You, you mean coming that? into the, the jamming sessions and all that. So oh, how I came into the band was actually posting a cover of uh, Let's Entertain, one of the singles. Okay. And then um, I actually got a DM from Julio. Like, hey, my current guitarist is in Bird now. Hey, uh-huh. come and try for an audition. Like. As soon as I went to the jamming studio, the first thing that was uh, that was very shocking was they're just laughing to me or something. Like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> why I asked, how did you survive? Uh, how did you survive? I mean, I, I, I just, it just felt natural uh, after like five minutes. Because I was just like, I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, it all goes on, man. Nothing, <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> clean about this in, band. Yeah, yeah, language is just laughing. So. <laughs> and it's similar to mine as well, like, laughing, uh, drinking, and some other pastime activities. Like. I, I like when the drinking part came in, you just mellowed down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we all know. Chinese Those who know Blister knows. Like, they know, like, you can, the Chinese tea, <laughs> their version of Chinese tea, we all know about that. <laughs> but but it, is, it is kind of nice to see the new lineup because... Uh, the sound is okay. Sorry, I, I don't want to get there yet, but uh, of course, I got to ask Jabs how did 
Jeff get involved in this and how did you manage to survive for the past couple of months? All right, so the surviving part mostly is because I, I have a different lifestyle because I'm actually still a student. Oh. I'm still a, I just only finished my diploma and oh. uh, <laughs> thankfully this, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're I, I know, tell me what, you're still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, so thankfully these guys are very lenient with my schedules. They understand of what I have to do and they adapt to my schedule. And uh, it mostly started when, well, my brother knew these guys for quite a long time, even when he was 17, now he's 20 uh seven i think 20, 27 yeah. i think nigel yeah, yeah. yeah. your brother so should disown you man <laughs> <laughs> ah man so yeah so he knew them for so long and i started to gravitate to these guys as friends and then when we started hanging out at their house and all that i started just play their song you know like hey i know your songs i know your songs it's like a joke nice. you know then i think a month later julio just calls me up and it's like hey man Oh, how are you doing? You you want to join the band as a guitarist? I'm like, yeah, oh, hell yeah, I want to do it. How ja, how ja? Hey man, how ja? Hey man, he was the best man. He was the best man. Hey man. Because it, it is kind of nice because Julia seems to be doing the matchmaking for their uh, for the for Blister itself. Seems to be recruiting everybody. Julia, that was scout now, scout. You made the right choice because I'll be honest with you guys. I was a little skeptical when I found out there at the initial stage that you're going to have new members to the band. Because as far as I know, Blister for a very, very long time, even from the formative years, uh, they had the unique uh, a uniqueness in the sense that it's, it's everybody knows each other, childhood friends, most of them played together. So the mindset, the how they performed, everything was... Um, it was they had how do i put this a very unique chemistry and for somebody else new to join in would it be an easy task would it be a tough task but uh yeah well they proved me wrong because uh based on the performances i've been watching on video that the ones that you recently rocked the stage and the songs that came out i was like okay la, my chance got it la. they got it the right one i was a bit worried i won't i won't i won't lie i was a bit worried but then again it was a perfect match man all you guys were rocking it big time it was a perfect gel and uh, of course we're looking forward for more great performances and music coming up and uh, speaking of which let's talk about a little bit a little bit about your music right now i know i'm just skipping questions one here to there uh your latest single which is called blind love right yep all right blind love okay let's find out a little bit about blind love right now it is okay for those who just tuned in just to let you know, blind love does not mean one night stand or getting late after a drunk party. So that's that's their definition of it, lah. But uh, <laughs> is that is that what it means, blind love for you guys? I let the vocalist, two vocalists, uh, speak about the context of the song. Okay. <laughs> Who wrote the song in the first place? Okay, let me let me go back. Who wrote the song? Composition wise, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, composition wise, it was me. Okay. Uh, lyric wise, it was uh, Darren and Mario, but as time went by, the song evolved with the addition of Ramon and Zach, and then Kevin and Jeff just catapulted it to another level, I believe. Yeah, whoa, but uh, context wise, Mario, what's the song about, Darren? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, 
basically this song was written a very long time ago to the very early days of blister lana when we used to uh hang out outside our grandmother's place in lacquer okay. you know and just play riffs and just write songs and julio came out with his riff lah you know it's a ding 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 julio came out with a riff and you know being a rock and roll band our roots were was always deep in the blues lah you know natural for rock and roll bands you see so we've always had this thought of writing a blues song you know okay. because you know a blues song the way blister would would write it you know so in the early days of this song you could hear it very i would say uh uh very classic blues kind of started off just a, mm-hmm. like a hendrix kind of thing but through the years it was never recorded while robot was here as well you know it was always never recorded it was always pushed 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 i think for a reason because right now i feel the final the final part of what blind love is is actually how we envision it to be like it's like a how to say a new new style blues or something i don't know guys why you guys think about like that i can't give a name to the way we do it you know because i i found okay off on a personal note for me and the first time i heard the, that particular track it had that feel of uh, you remember the era when uh, uh david coverdale was transitioning between deep purple to uh, white snake he had the bluesy uh, bluesy track feel to it ain't no love in the uh, heart of the city those era and a bit of deep purple you know those kind of things yeah. going on i had that yeah. feel of something in between of that of course you had your lad zapplin elements in that and in, in included too with a modern uh, modern feel towards it so is that yeah. what you guys had in mind when you wrote that that particular riff the music and the vocals from that particular track did you have that that 70s 80s and the present thing come together when you made this particular song well as mario mentioned earlier it was always part of the blues um roots where where, where the song is embedded so but it evolved throughout and we fuse uh, different parts of music different different scales different parts and all we've composed and rewritten a few parts to actually suit our flavor of who we are right now and that's when we said okay this is the song that we want to record and another bluesy part of it is this song actually tells a story so okay. like the traditional blues blues numbers so it was always a story of someone's struggles someone's heartaches and this is a heartbreaking song so okay. this is also a, a part of a trilogy of songs that are already written but not but not recorded fully last swipe right is the first one and this is uh, the conclusion of it on how okay. that love has gone sour so this is exactly what what is all about and to actually um tap into that kind of emotion that kind of pain um we actually thought that the blues would actually uh, sell it or, or state better because it's okay. originally a song a genre surrounded or embedded with struggles and all that yeah. wow you know so basically the, the things is sorry you think uh basically the song is about a guy coming back home and finding his wife cheating on him <laughs> that is what i wanted to find out because you were too, too you guys were being too politically correct like, like all so prim and proper it's like nee, but child, this was not like that like, hey. you know okay finally thanks thanks for breaking the ice on that part like. that's one line there's there's uh-huh. sorry yeah, there's one line to put in short for people watching 
uh, mm-hmm. to put it in short, there's one line in the song that the singer, the protagonist will say, uh, what's that? Uh, something, something to fall. Uh, she was riding my gardener on the living room floor. So okay. that's how he caught her. That's the story. She was riding the gardener. How, what riding? Pony? I don't know what riding. That's up to you to decide. Lah. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. The gardener. Yeah. Something that happened to... Okay. Something that happened to Christopher. It's Christopher kind of experienced something like that before. <laughs> but, 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 but truth be told, is this based on somebody's life or is it just like... Randomly, someone you just just wrote the song. Not saying the I'm band sure, member's life, lah. Uh, uh, I'm sure it's based on somebody's life, lah. But we don't know who, lah. Siapa makan cili dia rasa pedas? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> okay. So you know what? Like, Yeah, for those for those who have haven't listened to the track yet, I suggest you do so, especially if you experience someone cheat being cheated and all. So just feel lah, feel the pain a bit lah through that song. But, <laughs> but your series of music, I've also noticed another thing about Blister is that I couldn't find something on the mellow side. I mean, knowing you guys for a very long time, I mean, you guys have been heavy. Every track that comes out, bang, bang, head banging. There is nothing, nothing easy about the music that you compose. But are you guys planning to come up with a ballad or something a bit more on the mellow side for Blister, just to experiment on that, or is it? Yeah, are you guys going to be uh, maintaining this kind of tone all the way? Well, I love um, to answer this part, but I do not want to give anything away. So I'll let me just on. pass it on. Come on, <laughs> come on. Have you? Have you? Well, have I, you ever I, I think we actually do have uh, love songs written. Uh, you know, one love song. <laughs> we have one really love song. <laughs> really love. <laughs> really love. And uh, we actually. <laughs> and then Julio has a Malay song as well. You know, so oh. our music writing, we 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 have a diverse. Even with the heavy stuff that we release right now, yes, it's heavy, but we uh, we feel like. Not like I'm not a slave. One of the earlier tracks was a bit more punkish. This is a bit more bluesy. Then we got a few. You know, Swipe Right was a more rock and roll number. Commander was a more maybe uh, I don't know a different feel to it. Like you know, so yes, we love heavy because we love heavy music. Right? Yeah, uh, you know, you we, know, we know. love we love guitar music. So yeah, but of course we have baladas <laughs> written. Okay, malam <laughs> kategori balada. <laughs> but, but but please tell me that balada that you're coming up is not about who's sleeping with somebody's wife or something like that. No, 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 actually, no, no, no. this balada, this balada is actually the first story among the trilogy, right, Bamo? Yeah. So swipe right. The, no, swipe right second, is the first second. story. Swipe right is the yes. first story. Then this song, the the ballad, which is called "That Is Love," is. Mm-hmm. The second song, and then blind love is what happened like, at the end. So it's a story uh, conclusion. Okay. When you wrote the, these songs, these three songs, was that in mind all the way that okay, this is what's going to happen? It is going to be part of the trilogy, or maybe after writing that you decide, hey, let's make this a tri- let's call this a trilogy. Which one is which? Because from the very first time I spoke to you guys, you didn't mention anything about trilogy, and now yeah. I hear this whole trilogy thing coming up. So 
When did the whole idea of it come out in the first place? Honestly, it came out while right. Probably, I think Swipe was already written. Blind Love was definitely already written. When Swipe came out, Swipe was a bit slightly earlier than That Is Love. And that's when we realized, hey, right, there's a story like, within these three songs that we wrote. Coincidentally, it fits well. And we try to relate in our lyrics and the way we deliver the music in every section. Like, you know, like you say, the first one, Swipe Right, is about how he met the person because he was swiping right and met her at a party and all that. You know? So it's a very upbeat rock and roll song. And the second one is how they fell in love, you know? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. then, uh, <laughs> 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 and oh, then man. the third one is how he got sucked in the ass. And then that's oh. why it's a good one. <laughs> the gardener did it, lah, guys. The gardener did it. The gardener, the fucking gardener. <laughs> I will never be able to look at a gardener the same again after this conversation. That's one thing for sure, man. Keep the gardeners away, but keep the gardeners away. <laughs> uh, but but Kavya and Jeff, were you guys enjoying this part of the band itself? You know, conversations like this, the mindset that they have. Because I'm still, I'm still skeptical. I'm not to say skeptical. I'm still trying to bring it out from you guys. The truth is it acceptable for you guys being it's, in this this environment for you all? It's more acceptable because before I joined the band, <laughs> I was I had friends that were on par with them or crazier. Okay. So when okay. I came into the band, I was just like, wow, this is this this feels like home, you know? It's uh, not like okay, you're coming to a band that's like oh. Okay, we need to do this. We need to do that. Uh, 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 Jeff, how about you, Jeff? It's oh, Jeff, I, I, Jeff or Jeff? Uh, Jeff, actually, it's a okay, uh, nickname for Joshua, actually. Okay, okay, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, how well, about for you? Yeah, I do enjoy all this. You know, I do. These guys, uh, they teach me a lot. You know, especially because I'm still young, so I learn a lot coming from these guys. Especially, you, you, uh, you know, you know, when you're musicians. young, your mom usually says, "Stay away from certain people." Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry guys, it's every part of the game. Oh, his, his parents are wonderful enough. His dad has a bass, the Prince bass. His dad is uh, fully uh, into music as well. The very dad, oh. that's the father's bass. Yeah. Nice. The bass for Prince. No yeah. wonder they yes. allowed you to play with yeah. that. <laughs> 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 oh man, it is it is nice, and uh, also coming up, you're performing your live shows. Um, the energy I've seen uh, on the the recent one that you did uh, last over the weekend uh, for Guinness, it was freaking amazing, man. And everybody gelled in well. So, how did it feel like? I mean, coming back again after a long break, and plus, I believe that each and every one of you have your day jobs, your busy lifestyle. So, coming together and going all out once again, how does that feel, man? What's different? 
um, I would say the way we uh, execute our our songs nowadays are definitely different. You know, now the last time in uh, I would be honest, uh, Rockefellers those days, uh, mm -hmm. we, we are definitely a different band. The, the music is still, um, I would say, the core of it, rock and roll is still the same. But I guess we got we got more matured, I guess. So <laughs> our our execution, I think so So I I believe that our execution now is not just about you know um living the rock and roll lifestyle. It's also serving the rock and roll songs. So okay. yes, we like we like the lifestyle. We we are rock and roll people, but we also want to do it justice by serving the songs properly. So when we go on stage, we actually not only have fun playing a rock and roll band, we have fun playing the technicalities of a rock and roll band. And we are mostly concentrating on our parts nowadays and our, um, basically, the ex like I said, the navigation and the execution and the direction for the song. So when we go on stage, it's a totally different mindset. I would say that um, maximum one, two beers before stage, not like before. Somebody please, please bring back Julio. Please, this is not the Julio. Please, got some more, And now okay. mm -hmm. we pray before we go on stage. <laughs> please, please repeat that. Please repeat that. We pray before we go on stage. <laughs> That's oh, how man. we are. <laughs> you're playing. You're praying for the band or the crowd. Yes, for the band. Oh man, you guys have well, what, changed so say, much. Yeah, what I'm saying that is actually uh, like we look forward to our live shows, lah. Like, you know, after all, we we're a live band. We love playing live. You know, that's why we love going to the studio so to feel the live energy. You know, like, you know, and once you play to an audience, obviously there's a you know exchange of energy, and we love it. We love it very much. We are. We are a live band. We are. I believe that we are a live band first. That's what we always we like playing live. You yeah, know? you feed from the energy and of the then, crowd. That's that makes it more interesting. Man. Yeah, and and I got to say, I got to comment, uh, Kevin and Giles as well. You know, because not not many people know the story about like uh, I, I guess you know like Ramon had to leave. You know, yeah. So Ramon is in Australia right now, and at that moment in our band, um, maybe a lot of people thought that. No, okay, that's it. Like, you know, you lose, your, yeah. your lead guitarist is going, and you know Ramon, you know, yeah. you know how he is on stage and all that. You know, your lead guitarist is leaving. I guess many people thought that, you know, because Ramon had his fan base, like, people will come to our shows to watch Ramon shred his guitars and shit and do all things on stage, take out violin blow, violin bows and all that, you know? Yeah. So, a lot of people, I guess, blister purists used to see us from before, like, say, oh, is Ramon not in a band? Cannot lie, you guys have to quit. You know, yeah. you guys have to quit. Could, you know, because I could imagine that, like that, especially you're a hardcore fan. Yeah, you know, but we were very fortunate that at that moment that Ramon left, you know, mm -hmm. discovered somebody like Kevin. You know, it was okay. it was a great transition because uh, Kevin loved the same things that Ramon loved. As I, you know, Kevin's a big Slash fan. And Ramon, when he started playing guitar, you know, he, he loved Slash and all that. You know, so when we when Julio showed us the video of Kevin covering Let's Entertain one of our songs, it was only natural. You know, we could see, we could feel it. Uh, he it understood it. He understood. He understood okay. what he, we were trying to deliver, you know? Yeah. The execution and all that. So when Kevin was brought in the band, he was like, it's, it didn't really take us a very long time to get things going and playing live. I think, our, when was our first live show after you joined Kevin? 
Like after That's how long? So called wedding. Wedding, wedding. Ah, the wedding. How long was it after you joined? Three uh, practices. I okay. think three, three or four practices. Uh, I think four practices. Month before the gig. That's when I started. Yeah. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. During that gig, this Chinese IT was uh, giving drinks after drinks after drinks. During <laughs> my first show, I was just like. Yes. I'm drunk, lah. <laughs> <laughs> I would play, but everyone is drunk. So the thing that is, was the initiation, lah. Okay. <laughs> I, I tell you a secret, lah. Never. Yeah. Um, at that point, Julio, I think Zach, Kevin, and Ramon were constantly in communication to actually help Kevin get up to speed, so that we, our schedule and our momentum was not going to be stuck. So really, oh, had yeah. soft to do all the work behind. The parting, so okay, the parting was okay. a real yeah lah initiation lah hell week yeah. lah Friday night hell week lah. So no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is surprising in fact it it is surprising because it's not easy to have chemistry. I mean you guys been performing you've been on stage and to get people to come on board especially for bands like Blister, ah uh, you need to have the right chemistry. It's not about skill alone. It's about gelling in the mindset, the style, the lifestyle. And to say that within three, four jamming sessions, and then you're performing in live and getting beers from Chinese aunties, <laughs> you're there, Rila. You're there. No, and Kevin came in, I believe, at the, the right time as a band because we were also exploring uh, different sounds, different music, you know, and other stuff, and and trying to apply it to our music. And Kevin mm-hmm. has that, so he loves the Alter Bridge. He loves mm-hmm. all that kind of music as well. So it it. it It was kind of the right time, I guess. You know, okay. when things happen. You know, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't carry on this band if I didn't have my eldest brother's blessing. So Ramon, before he left, he told me, "Tibet, no matter what the fuck, make sure that Mister still keep the flag going until I come back." Say that. Keep okay. the wings so, flying, but keep the wings flying. Yes. Mario was going deep, really a bit poetic, really sadly. Yeah, it's ruined, lah. They didn't come out. They didn't. Once Kevin came, and then Jaff also is at the exact moment where we needed to add the extra thing in our music. You know, because we've always been like from Roman time is a one guitar band, but we realized that the stuff that we are writing now. It deserves more guitars, and that's where okay. uh, Jazz came in. And Jazz is a Led Zeppelin fan, you know. Nice. He knew he could play Led Zeppelin on the mandolin and shit, you know. So nice. he just, uh, so it just, it just worked, lah. We were very fortunate. I think our lucky stars, lah. That plus nice. he also has a band with our younger nice. brother Enrico. Yeah, yeah so it was that. easy to connect there. Yeah, so from there, when the moment I heard, ah. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Sorry. The, the moment I heard uh, Joshua's playing, and I heard him play, and it was a lot of reminded me a lot of uh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. And then I was like, hmm, I have Kevin there, who's an influence, a very cool guy, influenced by Slash. And then I have one side that guy who's influenced by Jimmy Page. And I'm like, fuck, I need to get this sound in the band. And then obviously we, I had a conversation with the original members, and we said this is a perfect marriage. You know, because right. this, like what Mario said, it was the perfect timing. Because we were not only listening to blues rock anymore. You know, we we're not about the four four music and all that. And okay. and and this is what a lot of um, I would say, blister purists has. Uh, I would say a little bit ignorant. Sorry to say, mm-hmm. ignorant to come and check out the new blister because they still think that we are playing that kind of music. 
you know okay. but they haven't come and watch us uh in a while which doesn't matter you know it happens the same thing with metallica it happens the same thing with guns and roses and all that kind of things but, yeah, but then all again, i'm if saying you're a fan of the band i don't think so that will be a problem like for me hey like i said from day one i saw you guys till this very day i'm the one i'm a huge fan of you guys so the changes it is nice the changes it's amazing especially when it comes to yeah music. especially uh, i'll be honest darian from the very start uh your vocals till today i just love how the whole thing trans trans had the transition till this part you hit notes pretty high la. the play effect all dash out already now you know the, the the high notes and all it, it is so nice to watch blister evolve you know from 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 that time when when was the first time i saw you guys uh early 2000s was that yeah, right? la, i think in, in, yeah Indian, early Indian 2000s yes exactly how has evolved the amount of shows the music but my question is this taking the band to the next step okay a reason yes yes we had the pandemic as an excuse prior to that band members changes and so on but my question is for blister the consistent level for your music whatever you're being whatever you plan to release are the shows the kind of shows that you're putting in how you market them do you all have a plan in motion right now or are you just going to start working on that from maybe the next couple of weeks and so on? right now we don't we'll give an answer right now okay. right now we 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 are we've just released blind love okay. and we're enjoying we're enjoying um playing playing it out to a live audience at every mm-hmm. opportunity that we we, we can we've okay. done uh, as you said a couple a couple of days ago or something like that uh, recently the guinness mm-hmm. show and before that we played in the metaverse we've got another show coming up as well so but after that is opportune for christmas then i think it's back back to the grind and uh, back to the studios okay. all over again nice are you guys pl- having plans of coming up with eps and albums or of those kind of things or are you just going to go like as and when you feel and the time is right then you come up with singles after singles <laughs> i don't want to jinx it lah sorry sb area sb that's a joke with all of us so like that you know where the album coming out oh next year next year next year i'm going to tell you something i think yeah. so try try to be joining uh, mr or maybe i will announce sir in the first few weeks i was like hey you guys been playing since early 2000 right I was asking Mario like so when is the album coming out lah soon 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 early so, 2000 then he added something else like okay each soon is 3 years yep yep uh eh i think i think I think the the lesser we ask the question the faster our songs will come out like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know because this true. is the exact same question I ask every single time. It's actually me giving you all hint la fuckers come out with music faster la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's like you know you will get all excited all pumped up already okay this song is nice la okay la I can't wait for the next one. Then fuckers make me wait for 2 years before the next one comes <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Then we we'll working on it la we working on it. Been the pandemic la there. Blame the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blame everything. Blame the pandemic. <laughs> but, but the, yeah, but the good thing is this: now everything is where the pandemic was actually a booster in one way or another. Apart from 
you can't perform live shows, you had alternative platforms to perform. Like say, recently you guys, Sarah, one of the shows that you had was the Metaverse. I was supposed to talk about this to Jude tomorrow, my next episode about getting into the NFT world and the crypto, you know, those kind of things. Have you all considered that part of their marketing plan? Or you just want to go the pure style, like I just release music on the, the usual platforms and not focus on uh, the crypto world itself? Uh, we've got an NFT out there. Um, oh, cool. I, yeah, that, that, that's um, coinciding with the, uh, our take on the Blind Love artwork. So we do have oh, okay. an NFT out. Nice. Are you guys going to focus more on that? Or are you just like, it's a one-off thing, or maybe next three years, then I'll focus back again? Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> again, we'll be honest to say soon again. No, it's a new platform. It's very interesting, very exciting. Okay. But this time, yeah. I think we're going to let the data dictate um, what, what we're going to do on this platform itself. Okay, <laughs> okay. But it, how, do you, how do you guys find it? Do you, do you like the thing of the so-called NFT... Well, because I have, I'm pretty much clueless on the whole thing. All I know is I see Jude's message. Okay, something's going to be popping up in crypto voxels or whatever. Then I can just watch the whole show. But how it works, the mechanics and all, I have no clue. But for you guys, you guys have released your NFT and all. Um, how do you find it? Is it is it a good thing so far as of today? Or you just thought like, nah, not my kind, not my bread and butter. Personally, I like it because I believe it expands out for me. Whatever expands your knowledge, especially in terms of branding and creativity, I'm I'm all up for it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, yeah but... actually, to be honest, eh, I saw it. Diren is the most, I think, uh, the most savvy in this part, like, you know. Diren is the, the most. He knows one. most about it. <laughs> he knows all this, yeah. all this into the the tech stuff and all that. How it comes, but. For me, honestly, I didn't have a clue about it or so, but I had to look it up, of course, because this uh, you have to go up, go to the time size, you see, uh, and this is the way to promote music. So we have, if there is another avenue to promote our art, then why not, you know? And I'm, I, for me, I just thought about it as, you know, last time when there was no phones with MP3s and all that, you know, people go out and buy albums, right? And then people yeah. always say, sometimes they don't know the band, they discover the band by the album art. You know, they go through yeah. the record and all the album out, what? The album out, then cool, go back, and suddenly they find a band that they love, you know? So maybe NFTs can be that way for, for bands, you know, and releasing music. Okay. You know, it can work that way. You come up with a really cool NFT for a song, and then people say, wow, this artwork is really cool. It's attached to this song, and they love the song, and they get to know the band. Who knows? Mario made a, a good point there that, you know, we've got to just roll with the changes. Like, um, the last time we released a song um, officially, we didn't have TikTok. Instagram, people were not dancing on Instagram and all that. So th times have changed so much and, you know, there are new ways to discover music. Even if you hear radios nowadays, 30-40% of what they're playing is what you hear on TikTok. So, True. you know, radio, the, the, the exposure on radio is not your your primary form of, of exposure anymore. So we know we've got to roll with the times and see where, where the people are and that's where we've got to be. How about you guys, uh, Kevin and uh, Jav? So what, what, what's your, your take on this? Yeah, to be honest, Suddenly everything's so serious already, why? Eh? 
the crypto um, scene eh, when it came to like uh, getting Dogecoin. But then when I found out Binance is uh, actually closing the app down, that's when I just lost all contact with crypto. And then suddenly okay. NFTs are coming out. No, instead of coins and all that, you share your artwork, sell your artwork. But I'm not fully understanding what's the concept of an NFT and how it could be you know, very beneficial in the future. But this is a step for us to actually go into that realm and see what we can get from it. Jobs, are you are you uh, one of those crypto guys? Oh no, I, I don't really fully understand it. But honestly, I think it's a great way to a great modern way to push an album out and promote it. Because uh, you know times have changed a lot. Like back then, NFTs and all this crap was never a thing, and now it's a huge thing. Uh, everyone is following it. It's good to keep up with times and to keep changing and keep evolving, and keeping up with all these. Seems like a little bit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm just just trying to. I mean, I'm just teasing a little bit down here. So I just like how you guys are so prim and proper when it comes to answers like this. It's like wow, it's not all. This is. This so we is don't, all we don't. We don't sound like dumplers, lah. Now so you gotta be a no. bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm just like, whatever. Crypto idiots. That's a new term. Crypto idiots, lah, blister. Okay, now we're back on track. Now we're back on. Oh, I haven't had a good laugh like this in a long time, man. Especially on my podcast. You're the only guys who make me laugh like this, man. <laughs> Which is nice. That's what I love about you guys. It's like it's different. It's so nice to have this band going on, and I'm of course looking forward for a lot of great stuff. And of course, I've also discovered you guys on your creative side on social media. Like, oh, this is something I need you all to pass a message to Zach. Zach, if you're listening to this one, uh, especially in your multiverse, your other person in the multiverse, uh, please don't do that again. <laughs> Stick to the drums. Stick to the drums. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Zach, Zach, first time I saw him, I, I'm listening to him. I heard him on the mic. I was like, dude, what the fuck was that way? But that guy is one crazy dude on drums, man. I just love him on drums. Whenever he hears the drums, it's like another person altogether. But microphones. Put the mic far away from him, please. Don't ever do that again. My, my brother said it. Was, my brother said it was too hard to watch that video. <laughs> you want to see the full one? He's like, no, please, I don't. Want you know, you know the whole thing. Okay, I'm gonna try to post that on the web page, whatever you can see. The the best part is that the intro, how we started off. So I was just like, oh shit. I thought, I maybe maybe whoever did the video typed it out wrong or something like that. Like. But the moment the mic started, I was like, "Fuck us, to do it." <laughs> Take a shit oh. again. Zach is going to be cursing me after listening. Feels like my Zach, first session. 
<laughs> that was ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Hey, but speaking of, speaking of Zach, um, this is something random. Um, Zach is also very much involved compared to before, lah, uh, in terms of our writing process. So to hear from a drummer's point of view, where his version of playing guitar is very uh, very interesting so he's also heavily involved in our songwriting nowadays nice. so which is lovely to see and even vocal melodies zack has been coming uh, he he's start to you know put in his ideas right guys and and it helps with the sound of blister as well because he's always been the quiet guy yes, zack has always exactly, been the quiet guy <laughs> see even today i don't see him <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. quiet, man. Uh, but you never trust the quiet place, lah. You can never trust the quiet place. Dangerous place, lah. This place. But it's kind of nice. But it's it's kind of nice. So what's up, with you guys? After this, you had your show. I know you'll be performing at Jama KL on the 11th of November. That's this coming Friday, right? Yes. Yep. Yes, correct. Ah, uh, is the place big enough for you guys? Yes, because I know every time you just put out a poster saying that we <laughs> perform, you're performing in Jama, it's sold out the next day. <laughs> it, 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 for, for well, us, it takes a while to be, to be honest. honest. <laughs> yeah, to be uh, to be honest, this is the first gig that we're actually playing like a night on ourselves. Like you know, because yeah. we've done all this while, like we played like festivals, like for half an hour, forty five minute sets. Then if we had a showcase in Jama, we got like. Uh, to other bands to support, you know, play together with mm-hmm. us. So it's always like a half an hour kind of set, lah. You know, but okay. this Jama gig we're actually playing the whole night, so it's gonna be ah. a longer set. We're gonna play our originals as well as songs that you know inspire us that we want to play now. You know, new songs and stuff that we love long way. So it's a, gonna be a fun night, lah. It's been a while, lah. It's been a long time. Like the old times, the last time we played a show like this was in Backyard or Rockefellers, you know. So it's a oh, little bit a long nice. Time ago, man. Yeah, so yeah. it's nice to cut to see how we are playing with more than one set. So it's pretty pretty interesting. I don't know, like maybe we do one very long one and a half hour set. Like last time at Backyard, this was nonstop. Ah. You mean that the one with the what twenty minutes solo? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, were you there? The one with lot lot favorites, no? I don't know, man. You guys, I've been a couple of your shows. Is like every, each and every one of it is an experience, indeed. For those who are listening to this particular podcast or maybe viewing it, if you have never checked out Blister before, go and check them out. It's not just about the music; it's the experience of watching these guys perform on stage. It's They put up a good show. They put up a full show. It's just it's something that I've noticed a lot. I've been attending a lot of gigs lately, and uh, there's, if there's one thing missing about bands, is the showmanship. You know, some of them are good musicians. They're great, uh, skillful musicians, uh, great vocalists, and so on. But when it comes to shows, uh, the showmanship mm, that seems to be missing a lot. But when it comes to Blister, you have guys have the full package of that part. Man, was it easy? I mean, is that is that a thing right now? Most of the guys don't have the showmanship going on. I think this Most is very uh, for me. It's very subjective because in terms of us, we are individuals who uh, we have freedom to express. Uh, guys, uh, we don't limit ourselves yeah, how we express. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, but that, that is a good kind of monkey, lah. The energy monkey, energizer monkey, whatever right, you call it. Energizer right. monkey. Just having this conversation, you know, Julia and I just having this conversation, saying that what makes rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll has always been about, you know, it's standing on the edge of a, a high building, you not know, just standing on the edge, and people are looking whether this guy is going to jump or he's, he's going to go to the other side to be safe. It's always living on the edge, and, you know. From all those, even with Zeppelin, with Hendrix, you know, they're always drinking, even with Eddie Vedder during Woodstock. Was he Woodstock climbing up the, you know, and all that, you know? Yeah. Rock and roll is always about that edge. And we embody that, I guess, when we play our music, like, you know. So it's only natural for us that you got to feel it. Like. It's, it just, it's not only for your ears or your head, it's for your, for your body, man. Rock and roll is for your body. Yeah, you no, can't listen to... The thing is this, like uh, when I said uh, I checked out uh, gigs and so on, I know there's certain genres of music that uh, you can't really put up a full show. Like you can't really unleash the energy that you guys release. But there are bands or certain genre that you need to interact with the crowd, uh, get to know them better or how you, you do your whole show and so on. I don't find that an energy a lot these days. But would you advise people to pick up that that so-called showmanship class or, or by observing other bands? Would you recommend that, or you just say just be who you are? Which one was it for uh, you guys? I like I like to say that yes, it's it is important to do that because I mean most great bands always play their songs better live. Look at ACDC; they are better live than it is on the studio. Led Zeppelin they add a four minute song; they can extend it to a thirty minute song. It's always good to you know play better live. So showmanship, of course, is important. You know to get the crowd to you know catch you know i like be eye catching you know on stage the rest of you guys do you feel the same i would say that you know um in terms of uh and as point of discussion do what you got to do but i think that what we do is we leave it all on the stage 45 minutes half an hour two songs 25 songs but that's the thing we when we go down i think there's nothing left to the tank anymore nothing okay. left yes. we just leave it all on stage and how you do that you do it your way yeah okay okay cool man because I, I i would recommend or rather most of the bands the new ones that's coming up uh watch these guys watch these guys best there have an idea of what exactly they do but don't 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 leave their lifestyle don't follow that don't that one that one don't, don't skip that part just watch the show part of it <laughs> <laughs> uh, say, okay. yeah, as a band on stage, but there's a very fine line between um, being expressive in the music that you play mm-hmm. and being cringy as hell. So it has come to a point where it's naturally from your body towards the guitar or body towards the mic or whatever. You know? You cannot force it. Yeah, I mean, it's like an unnatural jump when you're like trying to play some a song. And, and the audience can see that they can feel that. <laughs> but if it's like something like what Julio is, he's crazy as hell. But he feels very natural you know, the way he's playing. It connects with the lines, with the riffs. But some, in general, mm. bands can't get that. Okay. So, even me at times. So I try to be like. Hmm. But when alcohol hits, that's when I. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I say showmanship, there's, there's not just about 
the head banging, the body movements and so on, even in terms of interacting with the crowd, you know, you're talking to them, you know, getting to know them. Uh, there's a lot of bands that, uh, you know, they're, they're fantastic. You know, the music, the shows, the songs that they come up is, this is awesome. But when it comes to the gaps they have between one song to another, their interaction towards the crowd is zero, absolutely zero, which is, I don't know, for me on a personal note, um, I find it to be a, a negative point uh, for any bands out there. Do you think it is, uh, am I right or did I do anything wrong on that part? Did I say anything wrong? I, I, I truly understand your, your point enough because also you, you're an amazing MC. You're the OG. I know, I know, I know. You, your I communication is like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, so uh, I believe that communication, especially the use of words, are very powerful. You know, you might not know out of the let's say two, three hundred people that you're playing, the certain words that you use, you might affect them, whether it's good or bad. So words are very, very important, and I, I get your sentiment. So I would say that um, it is a very nice skill set to have in order to read the room and to speak to the audience and also to wake them up a little bit because you you need words people like to hear words sometimes not too long but certain words that will might you know hit people's feelings certain spectrums that you hit certain words that you use so i would say it's it's a good plus point to be able to actually interact with the crowd like what you said lana you know and to make them wake up a little bit besides using the music but words words are very important very yeah. The rest of you guys, do you all do you all yeah, yeah, the crowd? Sorry, so Mario, what are you saying? Right. No, I think that I know we cannot speak for other people. I know I we True. can only speak for ourselves because you know maybe other people got different genres of music, different ways of expressing themselves through their music. It's fine with them, but for what we do, guitar music, why we play rock and roll, you know, we believe that. It is a necessity la, to play rock and roll, okay. guitar music. You have to have this showmanship, you know, because just if we don't understand. Just go and watch Freddie Mercury, the, the Live Aid concert, la. you know. Yeah, that, that's just one all... person holding the crowd in the palm of his hand. You know? So there's a video to watch, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the reason why I'm, I'm asking this question is because I, I, I would like to use this opportunity to promote my courses stuff on public speaking and speak on stage and all. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Because this, this conversation I had uh, with uh, one of the old timers uh, in, the, in the industry itself, um, he has been in for, I don't know, for God knows how long. And we've been talking about this. A lot of bands uh, fail. I wouldn't want to use the word fail, but uh, do not pay attention to the crowd interactions. You know, that way you want to tell about the bands. You want people to be more curious about the band instead of just being a showpiece on stage. So a lot of people uh, are not focusing on that. It, it would be nice to have workshops talking about that because every time when you come to music festivals, there's always been guitar workshop, drum workshops, and a bit of vocal workshops. But... Communication never seems to happen a lot with the bands. So I hope that you guys could actually one fine day just start your own session on that part, man. You never know. Huh? You what never a great know. idea. What a great idea. 
Yeah, I know it's mine. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Just kidding, man. Anyway. <laughs> you better, oh, man. You better copyright that idea enough. Oh, man. But, okay, so what's, uh, apart from cool Jamal, what's Magic. Magic, Magic, you, you organize like a, a rock band camp and you have all hey, this kind of shit. That was, uh, in pa- that was actually in plans. Unfortunately, the pandemic just effed it all up. Uh, Hopefully the next year, huh? Hopefully you can next year can do this one, uh, uh, very old Woodstock or whatever. Uh. But anyway, uh, before I wrap things up, I've been taking so much of your time. Sorry about that, guys. I know you guys got family, got kids, and all this stuff. Uh, what's what what comes after Jamakiel? What's the plan for the next? Christmas. <laughs> but I think we're maybe um, New Year's something. Not sure yet. But okay. uh, we are going in to record our demos now, now before the year end. Nice. Uh, so that we'll just have something. We'll just have something uh during the holidays because it's a bit all of us you know celebrating Christmas and all that, so it'll be difficult to meet up. We take okay. Christmas off. We take Christmas three weeks off. Enjoy man. Enjoy, Enjoy man. Christmas <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> <It's> that... <laughs> I know. Uh, apart from Christmas, there's another festival uh, in Malacca. What is it again? The water festival? Introdu. Uh, Introdu. Introdu. That's the two the two celebrations that's taken very, very seriously by the guys. Very seriously. <laughs> very Have seriously. they experienced that? No idea. Uh, Jeff and uh, can we join? Hey, how about the cross cross dressing football that you guys have? Introdu, that, that is introdu, introdu. Oh, that's introdu. So you guys haven't <laughs> experienced that yet, lah. <laughs> I think it's fancy. It's fancy dress football, but everybody won't go and take their time and dress up, so they all end up wearing their wife's clothes. So that's <laughs> that was, I must admit, among all the bands that ever performed in the history of performance or playing football. That was the sexiest sluts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. So much sass, man. Oh, man. Oh, there's, there's something that you can't unsee. Once you that's it. It's, it's like it's stuck in your head for the rest of your life. There's no way that the More that memory you build, that one. Yeah, that one. Permanent, permanent damage. No amount of psychiatrists can help you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining me for this particular episode. And uh, don't forget to check out their brand, a brand new single called Blind Love, available on all streaming platforms. I will share that in the website. Please, please, please check it out. And uh, the most important thing, like I always say, if not only you have to check out the music, make sure you share it as much as possible. Spread the love. Spread the music. Spread the love. And do check them out this coming uh, Friday at Jama KL happening on the 11th of november the eve of my birthday yes yes oh yes so a, oh, there you go there you go see see Kevin, Kevin, no, no, no. yeah that's what i'm thinking now i'm contemplating shall i start my year <laughs> my brand new year <laughs> with this guys oh, yes I <laughs> or say goodbye to the old year with these guys it's a risk I'm going to take, but you never know. I never know. But anyway, good one, huh? So remember, check them out. They're they're available on uh, Instagram, which is We Are Blister. That's their handle over there. Uh, same goes to their Facebook page, Blister. 
music, Spotify, they're available on Spotify, YouTube, and please do check out their TikToks. TikToks. Is that a, you guys are active on TikToks, right? Kinda. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So before we wrap things up, anything you guys like to share with the rest of the world? Uh, let's say thank you to you Lana, for having us on. Yes. Thanks for always pleasure, supporting us. Fanboy, la, fanboy, what to say? Thank you, thank you, Nav. You're a legend and it's an honor to be on this podcast with you. I'll send you the invoice later. There it jumps, go in. I just want to say thank you for having us. It's my first time having a podcast with, you know, with this group of guys. Because I'm usually, like Zach, very quiet, very, you know. Yeah, uh, that'll so change, man. That'll definitely do. change. It's changing, love. It's changing. <laughs> it's changing. <laughs> All I can say is God bless you, love. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Jeff, how about you, man? Jeff, Josh, uh, he froze, love. Look at his face. Put a picture there, and he pranked us, love. Put a picture there. <laughs> <laughs> meeting <laughs> 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 What a college boy, lah! <laughs> oh, now we know Maybe what it is. Study, All right, classes, study, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, Paulina will be checking off somewhere. But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, guys. I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. I'll share every details in the website. Please make sure you share it with the everybody out there. Check out the Facebook. Check out the social media. Check out the air music. That's all you have to do. Blister, thank you so much, guys. It's been a great pleasure chatting with you guys again. After thank long you. Time. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks.